Welcome to In and Out of Character. This is a podcast about role-playing. Just a conversation between two players about their characters and about the way that they feel about role-playing. That's all there is. Some caution is advised as some of these topics may not be suitable for everybody. Tell us who you are and where you're calling from. I don't have anything <laughs> to call myself. I, I just call myself Tiny Upbeat. Mm-hmm. But that's just like a wand name I came up with. <laughs> I mean, uh, so is uh, Rin. Uh, actually, no, Rin isn't a, a random name. Rin is because... Uh, did you ever watch a cartoon called Rin and Stimpy? No. Yeah, it's an old... Car- oh, God, I'm showing my age. Rin and Stimpy was an old, <laughs> old cartoon. Uh, you're showing your boomer colors. I am. Oh, no. And um, I've always been a big a big guy. Like, I've always been tall. I've always been large. Um, and uh, so all the other kids called me Rin because um, I, uh, I used to have to take... I, I used to be a little slow. And... Um, they just, I don't know, the other kids just called me Ren, and it just stuck with me for for as long as I can remember. Nice. Uh, so, I'm sort of uh, a self-taught quote-unquote writer. I think mm. these days it, it would be more accurate to call myself a light novelist, because... Mm. Uh, I I sadly don't really have the motivation to just sit down for like an hour or two and just write a whole story by myself. Mm-hmm. I just I just do role play uh, these days uh, oh, yeah. for like writing. Yeah, what are you all? What are you role playing? Uh, well, you you know I go on to. Uh, yeah, the scores online and make way too many characters. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, since I've known you, I think you've had. I think you've made. Hold on, I met you with one character, and they made yeah. one, two, three. Like I think four or five. Yeah, I remember the orc, the two. I remember the orc, the Khajiit, the Argonian. Yeah, those are the ones uh, I remember. That, that, that's that's kind of a problem. I've have I I have developed so uh, as I said you know me for role playing with uh, like I was lost online mm-hmm. but I've been I've I most prominently role play on Discord with like friends and such mm-hmm. or servers but I've also been on Guild Wars two really I've been in the role play mm-hmm. yeah I've been in the role play community there for like a while. And it, it's it hasn't been the best experience, and uh, I I felt very ignored in that community. Like everyone felt very close and was forming relationships, and I was very deep within some groups. But I I always I always felt sort of ignored by like everyone, even the friends that I've made. Mm-hmm. And so I've I sort of developed this problem where when it's when it seems like something isn't working out even just slightly i oh i i I immediately lose interest and just drop the idea and go on to something else really 
And I, I hate that, but luckily it only uh it's only really prominent when I do like MMORPG roleplay. Mm-hmm. Uh because when I do roleplay on Discord, I don't like roleplay with my Elder Scrolls character. I actually make uh characters from like uh, original like species and original settings, kind of like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm more focused on these and don't just abandon them whenever I get the chance. <laughs> right. Well, I can I can kind of understand because when it comes um when it comes to role playing in MMOs, what you, a lot of people are used to is almost that um, instant gratification of I am using my character to make a, to write a story. Now yeah. someone else responds to that and they respond in character, both either negatively or positively. So if yeah. you're, I mean, if you start to feel ignored while you're role playing, especially in an MMO, then, yeah. um, then of course you're 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 gonna feel bad about it because again the whole yeah. the whole point of it is is for you to have a real time story with somebody. Um, yeah, I can't even imagine what that would be like in D and D or like a tabletop game. Uh, because yeah. like imagine sitting down at a table with like uh, three to four other people and yeah then they just, like, you do something and then they just completely ignore you. They don't even tell you that they're going yeah. to not do that thing. They just say, they're just like, hmm, hmm, nah. Yeah, they don't even acknowledge you or, like, contact you or anything. Right, yeah, so I, no, I can understand, like, uh, if um, yeah. if I had a character and they were completely ignored, I'd be like, hmm. Actually, that sort, yeah. of, that sort of happened to me last night. Uh, uh, with um, um with uh, a a different guild of mine, um, mind you, it looked like they just had going on. Oh. So I was like, I'm tired, and yeah. I I tried to stay in character, but my internet died. And uh, after about twenty ish minutes of trying to get my internet working again, um, or I should say my phone service because I use a hotspot. Um, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm just I'm just gonna go to bed. I'm tired. Yeah, uh, that that's fair, honestly. Mm-hmm. When do you uh, uh, when did oh, oh go ahead go ahead. Uh, and that that's kind of like I think that's also why I just prefer to role play on Discord because on Discord there are people that I actually know and am very close with. So like 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 you said, you won't be ignored if you are in a D and D group. Which is what happens if you roleplay on Discord. You know the people, so obviously you're not going to be ignored. And I think what also adds on top of that is tavern roleplay just sucks. Just going into a public space and like seeing random people that you don't know and having to somehow interact with them. Like, I just can't do that very well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we met. Uh, our characters met at a at a, at a bar. Uh, yeah, at the same at same same tavern that uh, a few of my other a few of my I think a few of hold on, have I had any other guests at Anchor Point from Anchor Point? I don't know. No, no. Yeah, I think you're the first. I think you're the first oh, random damn. random uh, person uh, from Anchor Point who's been on the podcast. So uh, congratulations. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, also, just so everyone knows that you are calling me from Germany, right? Oh yeah, 
and I am uh, I'm awake at the wonderful hours of four thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it is really uh, it's, it's like, really. Yeah, it's like uh, eleven forty a.m. for me. I'm uh. I'm. I'm awake. I'm feeling great. Everything is just wonderful for me. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Oh, this cup of coffee is gonna go down great. Um, oh hell yeah! But um, tell me, uh, tell me how you got started in role playing. I'm so glad that you asked me that because while I was preparing for the podcast, I was like, "Bro, I'm I'm spitting out facts that I've never told anyone before." <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. Mostly because no one ever asked me that. Do you well, know a little unknown site called the Miiverse? The the what? The Miiverse. You know the Nintendo characters, the Mies. The, yeah, I, I I know about the Mies. I don't know about the Miiverse. Uh, the Miiverse me... was basically like uh, Nintendo's own Twitter. You you could uh, sign in through like oh my god know, what is this what is this I'm you, looking you it could... up right now <laughs> what is this uh, it's like your own little Twitter you could sign in through like uh, your uh, Nintendo DS or like your Wii U and mm-hmm. just hang out with people and while while I was browsing that site as like a fucking toddler. <laughs> I I just uh, someone I followed was like, "Hey, do you guys want to role play with me?" I was like, "What is this role playing I hear about? What what is that?" So mm-hmm. this person just like explains me like, "Oh, you just like you pretend to be a character," and I I think she played like a siren character or someone, and me. Being the dumb toddler that I was, I was like, I want to play Toothless. I love Toothless. How to Train Your Dragon is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I just had this cringy ass role play, <laughs> be, pretending to be a fucking Toothless. Oh, that's <laughs> my favorite story so far. Every single time I have a guest come on here, they always take me to like a new site that I have n- no idea have like <laughs> has even existed and um. Let's see. It looks like it's not even. Ex- it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's discontinued. Uh, I, I think it's been taken down. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, a uh, shame, really. It was taken down. Oh my god! Five, <laughs> five years ago? Yeah, almost five years oh, ago. Four, uh, four years ago. Uh, almost. It's gonna be five in November the seventh. Yeah. So it's um, like this. Uh, this weird site that it, that doesn't even exist anyway. You know? <laughs> oh god oh no i'm feeling old god we were talking about my age earlier now i just feel real old <laughs> god, uh, god, I, 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 i'm really out. pulling out the boom on this podcast oh no <laughs> but yeah go ahead you were talking about uh you were talking about role-playing as toothless and how oh, did yeah. that, how did that bring you from the Miiverse all the way up to, like, ESO. Like, what was all the steps you had to take just to get to this point? I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, well, I think you was like... Mm-hmm. I think that this one roleplay on Miiverse, it was, like, maybe half an hour of just cringy bullshit. Mm-hmm. And for years after that, I just did nothing with roleplay. <laughs> uh, I came... 
onto uh, Elder Scrolls Online when I was like, I think 14, I was very much into Skyrim and thought it was super cool. So I was there day one when the Elder Scrolls Online came out and I bought it. And I, I just loved it, you know? So I just kept playing. And oh, wow. How how old were you? Oh, God, this is another telling of age. How old were you when Elder Scrolls I, I came out? I was 13, like I said. But oh, or, uh, I, I was just a teen. <laughs> oh, yeah, for when Skyrim came out, I was... Uh, let's see, That's that was 11, 11, 11. I remember that because I remember the night going there. It was a cold-ass night. I was in Florida. I was in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And God. let's see... Dude, I was 21 when that game came out. I am 32 now. I am about to be 32. My, my birthday is like a couple of days. Damn. So, yeah, I got onto Elder Scrolls Online day one, and I didn't roleplay it. Uh, it took me some time, uh, because it was sort of scarce back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw an ad for roleplaying Gil. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought, huh, that sounds kind of intriguing. And I remember that cringy-ass roleplay I did on Miiverse. Right. So I, I, I was sort of intrigued, and I just went in with this random character I had that was, like, with no experience or anything in roleplaying. So I went in, and it was awful, because I was with these experienced roleplayers, and I just did random bullshit that didn't make any sense. I had... I was playing a Khajiit, and I just, I don't know, she was called the Unknown, and she was the a unknown? Yeah. Oh she, my she called, god, I love this. Yeah, and she, she was like, she was just your stereotypical, like, teasy, playful, playful uh, Khajiit thief, you know? Uh -huh. It was bullshit. I'm I'm still gigging I'm like I'm giggling at the fact that you called her the unknown. Yeah, I I, I it wasn't as bad because I called her like Wazdor or something, which is like the unknown in uh the Kashid language, but it's still pretty awful, yeah. <laughs> mm, it's still great. Okay, so that's that's slightly better. I was I literally thought to myself, it's like, no, you just put in the words the unknown uh, as your character. Buddy, buddy, I'm about to get there, okay? <laughs> Because I had this other character mm. who was like a Nord warrior, and I wanted to play him with that role playing guild because I found another who was like a Dark Brotherhood role playing guild, and I loved the Dark Brotherhood, you know. And I was just this cringy assassin who just quote unquote remained silent, you know. I just I just I went that route. <laughs> oh man, I um I used to be a part of a really awesome role player uh dark brotherhood guild way back when oh let's see about four years ago and yeah. i loved this guild so this guild was so cool um yeah. mind you my character was not an assassin but one of my uh one of my friends who i met was um the leader of the guild and it was just so so fun because he was so oh, detailed yeah. in like how he had his uh players do everything oh, yeah. And he actually like told like he 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 took more responsibility for his players than anything else because he'd be like, "All right, remember, you're not going around telling people you're in the Dark Brotherhood. Yeah, so please don't tell anybody you're in the Dark Brotherhood." Yeah, and that's like the Dark Brotherhood is so fucking cool, man. 
And I want that kind of experience. I want that really well made Dark Brotherhood guild. That's just fun, you know? That I know, really but... shows the nature of that. I know, but then, like, every single time I've joined, like, a Dark Brotherhood guild, except for his, except for uh, Dajiro's, uh, what will happen is that it, real quick is that is that the uh the late husband of uh yeah of callie's yeah oh mm -hmm. uh, hell yeah <laughs> yeah 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 um and i uh i uh still keep in contact with him oh, uh, nice. to this day and matter of fact I'm, I'm hoping to get him on the on the uh, on the podcast so we can talk about it but oh, yeah. um the one of the biggest things that um, I found, besides for uh, his guild, is that if you have a Dark Brotherhood guild, it like it turns into like this evil guild, oh, um, man. That... and it, like it it, be, it becomes like this. I don't want to. It becomes. Let, let me it, let me guess. It becomes this like stereotypical cringy edgelord guild. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and like that, <laughs> like I, I like I get it, I get it. Dark Brotherhood, you're you're edgy, you're wearing red and black. I get it, but yeah. have some character, please. That, that's the thing. That's the thing I hear happen with every Dark Brotherhood, or like criminal assassin guild. It's just cringy edgelord bullshit. I know, and like <laughs> I, I, I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking anybody's character. Yeah. You don't have to be the dark brooding type to have a good assassin. For real. In and, and like when it came to Dejiro's guild, like that was my first Dark Brotherhood guild. And there was no actual like cringy uh the stereotypical I'm gonna stand in the shadows and like the the knight is my friend, yada yada yada. Yeah. No, like we had a multitude of different characters in that guild. And like oh, yeah. the players themselves were seen, like the characters were all actual believable characters. Like, um, oh, yeah. like one of them was like a like a baker or something like yeah. that before they joined the guild. I think one of them, like I think one of them was even a tailor. If that makes sense, uh -huh. yeah, cool. and yeah, and, and like all these characters came together and it made this really wonderful company. And I'm so sad uh, when I think about the this guild. I have to remember what it was called. I remember the character's name. I don't remember what it was called, but I was so sad when the guild broke up because yeah. uh, and and disbanded uh, because Dejaro's um, uh, player uh, Tom he just he got too addicted to role playing and he just yeah. needed to needed to take a step back. Oh, uh, you know, I can completely understand that because that that kind of also happened with me and Guild Wars roleplay. Mm hmm. Because I was just. It's really difficult for me to find any sort of roleplay because mm. I I focus on like a monster character like mo character that are have literally like a monstrous appearance you know mm -hmm. and there aren't a lot of people that do that kind of roleplay so I just gotta take what I can get and the Guild Wars community was very active and I really liked my character so you know. Mm -hmm. I just got addicted, uh, and it got to a point where my friends had to come to me and be like, "Hey, like we kind of missed you, you know? Like, do you always just role playing and not like interacting with us?" It got really bad, and I'm glad I'm over Guild Wars because it's just it gotten so bad. But I just never want to do anything with Guild Wars now. <laughs> um, I used to. Was that Guild Wars one or two? 
too. I used to do a little bit of role playing in Guild Wars too, and I can understand what you're talking about with, with the addiction yeah. and stuff like that. Because like I don't, uh, so I love the universe and stuff like that. Like I love, and this doesn't just like Guild Wars two uh, universe. Like I just like the worlds. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a very interesting world. Yeah, I like Shelby and I uh, were in the uh, in the last episode, Shalandi. We're talking yeah. about how we like to just like sort of hang out in environments and like just listen to the uh, ambiance in the yeah. background while we're fishing or we're just talking. And I've always been like that, where I've just like I've enjoyed the environment that I've been in, and I don't have to. Like I, I can, I can visualize myself being in there, and yeah. being in game helps me out. Yeah, and... that, that's definitely very like it adds to the immersion. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is a lot more appealing than going and running dungeons, or going and doing raids, or stressing out that I don't have the right gear anymore. When it came well, to World of Warcraft, I I was obsessed with doing raids and dungeons. Like I would wake up. Um, I think I would get like three hours of sleep just to wake up in time <laughs> to go do a raid or something like that. And I got real, real sick, like real, oh, real fast. No. I, I was, uh, yeah, I was, I was, well, I don't even remember. I don't remember the classes and the races I was playing to do the raids, but, um, I remember I was on the horde side for this bit. I have to give credit where credit is due. World of Warcraft has so many different classes and races. It's really cool. I gotta, I gotta say that. I know, and I logged back in like just the other day after not being in there for months and months, and I just it like it it threw me back because I was like I'm I've been playing since uh, World of Warcraft first came out. Um, I I was playing when they were like talk like were promising uh, race specific weapons and stuff Uh like that, Um, which obviously they didn't do, and that's fine. Then back then they had have like. Uh, five six races each and now there's like 10 races each Damn. yeah and it's still no neutral <laughs> just <laughs> g- give some of the people the option to do neutral they don't want to some people just uh, want to role play they don't want to do all the crazy crap um, yeah like i i i don't give a shit about the fucking free banner war in the other schools online i just oh, want to hang I. out <laughs> Neither do I. I have every intention of going to Cyrodiil for one reason, and that is to just quickly do the content, get all the sky shards, and leave. Yeah, but, that's yeah. Uh, back to what I was trying to say earlier, when I was raiding and stuff, I would get like three hours of sleep, I would barely eat, I was young and, and dumb, and I... Uh, <laughs> I was, oh man, and and but I always had the chance to go role playing as like a way to like wind down, and yeah. role playing became like much more important to me than than raiding did. Yeah, that's uh, it's funny that you say you didn't do any like dungeons or anything in Go Fast because neither did I. Yeah, I didn't. But, I I think I completed a few zones. Like you know how you can go around getting check marks in that yeah. game. Uh, pretty much that was it. Like, I did the starting area for the char and make yeah. maybe a few areas outside of it. I was trying to log in the other day just to look at my old character, but I don't have the phone that had my old authenticator on it, so I'm trying to get that undone. Yeah, that that's kind of what I did. I just did, like, zones to level my character and then just used them in, uh, like, DLCs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I never did... 
the only time I did dungeons was when there was like uh cosmetics or whatever that I wanted for a nice mm -hmm. look. But mm -hmm. that's it. And that's that's not even what I uh did most of the time because I had a lot of like vouchers that would give you dungeon specific currency so you mm. could just buy the stuff you want. Yeah. Um I miss I kind of miss Guild Wars 2 role playing. Uh, I used to have a char. Her name was Nafutani. Oh, you remember I the, had a char the, too. the Yeah, do you remember the coin? Did you ever go to the role playing hub? Uh, that that's the only place I went to, like the coin and uh, the fucking the the other tavern. I can't remember the name. If you uh, were in there, uh, I'm gonna say like uh, again four years ago, about four years, about uh, five years ago. I used to um, my character used to bartend uh, well, the I coin, like... and her name was Naftani. God, we had DJs. Like, we had actual DJs come in there and play music, yeah. and and like there were like dance parties some nights. Oh, that was fun. I miss those yeah. times. That you can't do that really now. Cool. You can't yeah, do that now, now. because because <laughs> an elder. Well, you can't do it in Elder Scrolls. I'm pretty sure you could do it in like World of Warcraft and stuff like that, where yeah. you can have all these fantastical, magical, um, yeah, uh, items that makes all these crazy musics, and and one plays Despacito. Why not? <laughs> Alexa play just for <laughs> Yeah, but uh the sad thing about Guild Wars is that I think Guild Wars is one of the best games that you could well play in because the world actively evolves around you and there are events that change the world and give you new options, which is really cool. And I even uh, I had a char that was from the Flame Legion, Same. and uh, he was basically a reformed Flame Legion that was trying to become like uh, an envoy from the Flame Legion. He was uh, gathering followers and everything, and he basically wanted that to be like peace, you know, and but so. He went to the actual, like, in-character guild that was uh, uh, playing the uh, the ministry in Divinity Switch. Mm -hmm. And I, I've, they, ha they have an actual, like, event once a month where they hear their people out and address matters and everything. So I went to them. I was, like, I had a good speech prepared for them. So mm. I went there, I said it, and it was really good. It was very convincing. And there were other people that came with the Flame Legion chart that were like, yo, that was really good. I may not like you, but damn, I think you may really do well and be like the future of our people. And I was like, damn, that's great. Thank you mm. so much. I felt good. But then the ministry was like, well, no, fuck you. You, you just want to play Redemption Arc for your uh, fucking uh, Legion? We don't care about that. Like, it's cool that you want to do that, but we don't care about it. And it's like, well, fuck you too, I guess. Oh, no. So you, you, you can like, definitely say that you've had, like, some bad experiences... Uh, oh, definitely. Well, was this a, was was this a in was this an in character interaction or was this like an in out character. of okay cool so like no one out of character was like no one out of character was like your idea sucks. Well, 
I had I made an out of character application for the ministry to become an envoy, but they rejected it, saying, yeah. "Well, this is just a redemption arc, so it's like not cool. So goodbye. We don't care." Oh, who and like a in good character, uh, in character, they felt very passive aggressive when they rejected uh, my thing in character. So I was like, "Oh, that's that sucks," oh, which is like. That's one of the problems with the roleplay community is that there is an actual guild that is trying to be the ministry mm -hmm. or like a governing body and they right. want to uh, like decide things mm -hmm. that people have to uh, adhere to, you know? Mm -hmm. And the, the, the spokesperson, I remember that guy, Eric Lombardi was his name, he he was such a terrible spokesperson of the ministry because he would constant. The only thing he would be known for is constantly making races where people could win a lot of gold from. But he would literally not do anything else that would uh, be any uh, be of any beneficial way to anyone. You know. Mm -hmm. I feel so like I, I like, know this name. I feel like I know this yeah. name. Is 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 uh, something is something is pulling out my memory strings, but I'm not entirely sure what. I feel like I know this person, but it is what it is. And the the, the other problem with the Guild Wars community, uh, the Warplane community, I mean, is that there's a very clear vibe, and if you don't follow that vibe, you're just being ignored and thrown away, like oh, trash. That is actually like, the reason. No one cares about you. That it was actually the reason why I stopped roleplaying in the Guild Wars Two community. Yeah, uh, is because I felt very, it felt very clicky. It felt very if yeah, you didn't know that's, somebody, that's exactly it. Or if you didn't have a compelling character, then you couldn't. Yeah. Now, so when it came to my character Niftani, because I'm always used to putting myself in the middle of a large group of people. Um, I yeah. I'm like this in real life, and I'm like this in um in even with my characters. Um, of course, you've seen Callie. Callie gets tons of love and affection from uh everybody and yeah. it was the same with naftani uh so when i went and joined guild wars 2 i immediately found the hub and i put myself in the hub and i became the bartender at the coin because i didn't understand that there was an npc who wasn't actually an npc like there was no actual model oh, yeah. there who was supposed to be manning the bar um, I didn't yeah. know that my first my first day there, so I just uh, Niftani just was like, "All right, I guess since there's no one here bartending, I'm going to do it." Uh, and I mean that, that's like that's a fair assumption on your part because you don't know you're just new to this thing, so you can't like know that uh, universally people accept that that's just an NPC that doesn't actually exist, you know? Right. And so, Mike, I didn't have too much difficulties, but I did notice, like, I started having a lot of players come to me and were like, I just, I can't, I can't get into the role-playing. I want to, I don't know where it is. And then it just got to the point where I couldn't handle everybody. And yeah. I don't like ignoring people. So I try my best to get to as to everybody, but it comes to a certain point. Uh, especially in Guild Wars, where I just I couldn't help everybody, and it started to really weigh me down as a player. Um, and it just started really weighing uh, Niftani down as a character because yeah, I I, yeah. 
I no longer had the ability to role play my character. I was too busy trying to make sure everybody else had a chance to role play. Yeah, and that, that that that's uh that's a point where it's like role play is supposed to be a fun and enjoyable experience mm-hmm. for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. And if you're not like if you're clearly like not enjoying this, it's a, it, it's a very obvious problem. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 also difficult because, like you say, like you said, it's supposed to be a fun and enjoyable experience. But you also have to remember that fun and enjoyable experiences varies from person to person. So yeah. you have all these different ideologies coming together to create this story, and mm-hmm. I think that's great. I I I, I prefer it like that. But yeah. uh, but when it came to Guild Wars, it's just people unless you know people or unless you have a very charismatic character um yeah you had a hard time role-playing and after a while i just i just i just left i i didn't tell anybody goodbye uh, i just went on my way uh, that's that's sort of what i did because it it became a problem for me i was playing too much guild wars and i just needed time off and I, i didn't tell anyone that i was leaving and maybe this is a bit selfish but I felt awful when no one came to me, like, asking me, hey, like, you've been gone for, like, literally three months. Like, are you okay? Is, is, did something happen? Mm-hmm. No one came for me. And when I got, got back, no one really cared that I was back. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was like I was uh, not gone for, like, literal months. And that that's sort of the first part where I noticed it. It's like, yeah... People don't care about like me, or it seems like they don't care about me. So I'm not going to say that's selfish at all, because here's here's the big thing that everybody has to remember: your time is your time. You, you and when yeah. you when you time is not something that you're ever going to get back. You you cannot gain more time, and and time is not something that anyone can anyone can provide more of. You're never going to live past the point of what you're going to live. And extension way. Yeah, there's there's no way to to gain more time. There is absolutely no yeah. way to do that. You're you are going to eventually run out of time. So yeah. when you realize the true value of time and how how it's like the most expensive uh, currency in your life, when you start to put that time into others, even if it's for something like role playing, it it becomes yeah. like like our characters are role playing and you're putting all this time and effort into whoever you're you're doing this with and they just ignore you like that's it yeah. can feel like time wasted yeah. it can and you're going to you're just sitting exactly. there going well what did i do for the last 3 4 months like what was the, what was the point i mean it's like yeah. i get it i can see yeah. i can see two different sides of this argument where one is like of course it's your time and and the other one is like of course you're selfish but no you're you're not selfish you have a right to dedicate the time yeah. the only time you're ever going to get in your life to whomever for whatever reason doing whatever you want and if it's role playing then you have the right to step back yeah. and say i don't feel happy here and no one it feels like yeah. no one wants me here, so I'm going to go spend my time elsewhere. I don't. I don't think it's selfish at all. I think you are perfectly justified in stepping away. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, talking about bad experiences, uh, yesterday 
I think I was telling you about this. I was talking with a guy I've met, uh, I think around when I really started getting into roleplay mm -hmm. and the other scouts online. Uh, like, not really. Like, let's say a few months ago, I got back into the other scouts online and I got back into roleplaying in the game. And when I did that, I met someone. Uh, who had kind of a bad reputation, like, a lot of my uh, friends I had at the time in the game were telling me, like, yeah, this this guy's clearly, like, not a good person to be around, and his characters aren't all that good, and blah, 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 shit like that. And I roleplayed a little bit with him back then, and I kind of saw, yeah, this, this isn't really working out. I don't particularly like this person. So, I, the last thing I heard of him back then mm -hmm. is that his character died and there was that and he left the game because of drama and the other day I met this person again after months of not hearing of him and I was like hey I, I kind of remember you and we just got, got into a casual conversation and I actually went to hear his mm -hmm. side of the story and you know, I was hearing about his drama and how it all came to be, and it made me realize it's really easy to hate people without hearing their side of the story, and it's something people like to do way too easily. Because when I when I was listening to this guy, I was like, and I I just mm -hmm. feel bad for him, you know. It seems like, uh. Like like you were talking about, you didn't know that uh, there was like an actual NPC a bartender. Mm -hmm. So you were the bartender, and this guy he he had a character, and he he just wanted to play like a god, but the, he didn't find any guilds or anything for that. So he just assumed that his character was a god, so to speak. And when he was trying to act like a god and trying to keep mm -hmm. peace and everything, uh, someone he was apprehending went onto Discord, like the Discord for mm -hmm. like gods, you know. And he was saying, "I'm your disguise being like a total idiot. He's trying to apprehend me. He's not a proper god mm -hmm. or in our Discord or anything." So in character, they went to him. And just beat him up, and like in a very mm -hmm. god mode way, you know. And out of character, uh, the people were telling him like, "You're such an idiot for mm -hmm. just doing that. You you, you should have talked to us. You should have uh, contacted our admin." So he went to the admin. I was like, he he explained the situation and was trying to get into the server and trying to be like a god, but they immediately rejected him. And so, because of that situation, he just got a oh. very bad reputation. Oh, I hate that among for him. The whole like, I don't really speak you know? ill of anybody, but it's it's like you large communities have to remember that you do not you do not own the server. And yes, you put in the work to make yourself a large yeah. community. I get that, but just because you're just because you're the guard of Stormwind does that mean you're you're the only place yeah. <laughs> that can be the guard of Stormwind? You are not the end all be all of of the community. You are role yeah. players. And again, I understand that you put in the hard work yeah. and the dedication to make this community 
However, you should not approach anybody like what um, Tiny Upbeat here just said. You definitely should not go to any player and be like, you're not a part of our community, so therefore you can't be here doing what you're currently doing. Unless it's like your own private area. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm assuming this was... Um, uh, I'm going to just quickly use uh, uh, World of Warcraft. Like, there's Stormwind, and there are role-playing guilds where you are the... Um, where you are the guards of the of of Stormwind, and like those yeah. those guilds, awesome. I, I haven't had any issues with them. Now, um, but if someone were to come wrong and wanted to just role play as a guard, it would definitely not be okay for that community to approach this person um, out of character, getting on to them. Like, what would be the point of that? Like, first off, maybe yeah. they didn't know about you, and you can never assume that they did know about you. Yeah. Um. And second off, what's yeah. going to happen once you have another role-playing guild pop up that is also the guards of Stormwind? Like, you... Yeah. It's, it's... You should never, ever, as a community, act like you are the 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 absolute in your community. Yeah. So, so I, I really liked... Uh... That people were actually making uh, seraph mm-hmm. guilds in Guild Wars Two, where they mm-hmm. were pretending to be the guard. But it's been so long that no one actually keeps these guilds up, and so they all just disbanded. That no one plays. I a mean, guard I anymore. can <laughs> I can understand. Like uh, <laughs> I think there's in one of my guilds, there's one person who uh, role plays as the one of the Daedric gods, but she doesn't take it into like open, open world. It's very, it's very closed. That's uh, like, I can understand that. I, I couldn't understand. Yeah. Like mm, it's, it's, I guess if the players are okay with it, yeah. then it's all right. But like if, if someone, yeah, if, if it's like your yeah. own private, yeah, bubble, someone like, came to me and was like, like I'm yeah. role playing as the Daedric God, uh, Meru's, Meru's Dagon, um, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm not gonna have any part of this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not gonna acknowledge yeah, this I'm gonna... character. Goodbye. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's a reasonable response when someone walks in on you and it's like, I'm literally Moon's Dagon embodied. That's the moment when you are allowed to say, I won't acknowledge you. Because that's a shitty thing to, like, uh, do. You can't just say, like, I play as a literal god. Yeah, so that's the, like, that's the, that's one of the, again, I'm not going to sit here and, and, like, down on anybody, but that is, like, one of the biggest roles in, in role-playing, especially in, like, a community like this. Especially so in MMOs, because yeah. you have no control over the other players. For real, for real. This isn't, like, a tabletop. You're, you're not, uh... You're not in, in like the DM at all times, so you can't make these decisions. So if you like step forward trying to roleplay a god, I mean, yeah. th- the biggest problem about this is is what if another person is roleplaying the same god? That means that one of you is obviously fake, or you're going to have to both come together and be like, no, no, we are both the same god. We're just two different aspects of the same god. 
And and at oh, that point, no. <laughs> what happens when you start getting a whole group of you? Like, imagine that somebody was role playing as Mara, um, yeah. the uh, the Adric goddess of um, our. I say goddess. I don't think they actually have genders. Um, so I'm going to say the divine. I mean, I uh, I think every Daedric prince, no matter if they look male or female or whatever. They're always referred yeah. to as princess and not like yeah, princesses or whatever. So yeah, I think they, yeah, they don't have a the divines. The divines, of course they don't have a gender, the divines. Um so if if one person is yeah. role playing as Mara and I mean imagine a guild where you do nothing like everybody is a is an aspect of Mara. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I uh <laughs> God, that, that actually that actually sounds hilarious. But at the same, I think it get I think it get real tiring real quick. It, it can work if you're like it's just a private setting mm-hmm. and you just do it like to fuck around. It's it's like a fun thing. You you're just trolling amongst yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. If like you can, if like someone walks up to you and is like, "Yo, by the way, I'm Mara in a public setting," but it's like. It's clear that this person is just like delusional or crazy. I think that can just be a fun dynamic, you know. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like, that they aren't actually a god; they're just pretending or crazy or whatever. Yeah, like a like. Oh, that'd be so cool! Oh, I'd love that. I would love to see like a cult of Akatosh and everybody. <laughs> no, Akatosh, no, not Akatosh. Arcade. I'm gonna say cult of Arcade, and because um. I can just imagine everybody in this guild claiming to be RK and everybody's referred to as RK and they just go around to these different um, groups saying, I am the divine of RK. I am, (laughs) I am a piece of RK. Like I can imagine a cult guild and I can imagine, You you know how I could, I could actually imagine that if the, if the story was like, we were all cursed by Shio Golath or something. Uh, yeah, something like something crazy. But I would like even uh, like if it wasn't a private setting, if it was like a public setting, I could actually see this working out if all the players understood that some crazy crap will probably happen to you. And also, by the way, you're not actually RK. You, you we're just all insane. Yeah. We are all just crazy, God. crazy people. That would be so funny if like. You're just sitting in a bar, like, enjoying a drink, and then, like, a group of five, maybe ten people, all wearing, like, robes of a priest, come in, and it's like, Rejoice, people! Okay, has come! Do you remember the, um, guy from, uh, Skyrim? He's in the very, like, no, the, yeah, the very first big hold you get to, um, Wind, not Windhelm, oh my god, Whiterun? The, Whiterun. The, the guy outside preaching about Talos. Oh no! Imagine just a whole guild of nothing that, that but him. That would be amazing! Be <laughs> I so would love good. that. Jesus Christ. I don't even, I don't even want them to interact with me. I just want them to go to random cities. Like, they don't even have to roleplay. Yeah. Like, they don't even have to interact with other roleplayers. I just want them <laughs> to go to cities and just start and, like, and start preaching and slash yell. And, oh, my and God. <laughs> just to see what will happen. I don't, I don't even care if this is a public <laughs> setting. I just want them to just go out and start shouting. Oh, <laughs> exactly that, would be that way. So good. Anyways, that would be so good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
So, um, so you you came to Elder Scrolls after was it after Guild Wars or did you take a did you take a stint from Elder Scrolls and and oh I I played uh, Elder Scrolls back when it came out and for like a few years mm-hmm. I took a break from it and then I got into Guild Wars two and after I was done with Guild Wars two a few years later I got back into Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> Man, I gotta tell you, I miss I miss Guild Wars two roleplay. I miss Final Fantasy roleplay. I miss Star Wars roleplay, dude. I sci-fi, miss sci-fi. Is so sci-fi roleplay. That's actually it's good that you mentioned our, sci-fi. Our... I was this is not like a game roleplay or anything. This was a server I found on like a site or whatever. It was a really good roleplay. It's like futuristic sci-fi bounty hunting. It was great. You you were in this mm-hmm. really uh, greatly set up setting with like a corrupt government that was basically making people become bounty hunters and then they couldn't leave. They had to stay there and work for this corrupt government. It was so good. The, the people were actually dedicated uh, to make this work. And because it was like a futuristic sci-fi space exploration thing, you could just play as whoever the fuck you wanted to be. So I could play my weird monster characters and just go nuts. Obviously with the normal rules of no god modding and shit. But this is where the bad mm-hmm. experience comes in, because the literal owner of the server was just an asshole so it just ruined the roleplay for me uh, i'm sorry yeah about that. That, that can unfortunately happen like uh when when you step into a position of leadership you a lot of people look at you for the tone the setting the like what is okay what is not okay and they also look at you to see how you're going to handle it and when leadership uh fails yeah. in communication and when they fell in what I call uh, what I what I what I call a a happen chance of compassion, like if you if they come and they just do not understand a situation and don't touch up on that, like yeah. they don't comment on that situation, then it can lead mm. to you feeling ignored about your situation, it's like. I've told people who stepping into roles of leadership that it is okay to make the decisions because you are there to make the decisions to help make the community run, but do not ignore anybody's plight. Sit down and talk about it with them and be like, Hey, this is happening. And, and I know that this is happening, but this, if I make, if I make this decision, this is what's going to happen. So for the betterment of the community, I'm going to make this decision. And I am sorry if that really upsets you as a, as a leader, you have to take on the responsibility of you're going to make somebody upset. And there is no way around that, that no matter what you do, you are never going to be a truly great leader because there is someone who is out there who will yeah. obviously not like what you do. Uh, but I'm, I'm going off on a little rant here. Leadership can really yeah. make it or break it in a community, especially a role-playing community. Because again, th- this is a role-playing community. Yeah. We aren't a governing body of people. It, no matter how large your guild gets, you will never, ever, ever be a... You will never be big enough to make the decisions for yeah. every single player in, in on the game. 
Yeah, you are you are yeah. role players. That's it, pure and simple. <sighs> Let me ask you this question then: Like, what is your? Mm, I, I know when you risk, but is there a reason? Is there a particular reason why you got into role playing? Yes, there is, because I love making characters and just reading or like experiencing experiencing good stories, like Portal One and Portal Two. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. The story is so great. The characters are amazing. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just so inspiring to see this. And when I make a character, for example, for the Elder Scrolls Online, and that's just it, you know? I make the character, mm-hmm. but I don't do anything with them. That's so boring, right. you know? I, I want to actually flesh out this character and do more than just, like, do content with them, you know? Mm-hmm. But I want to actually turn them into a, a character that's interesting and have some kind of cool story with them, you know? Right. No, I get that. I, um... I... <laughs> this is a really dumb idea that my friend sent to me, uh, or, or told me about, and, um... Uh, his, my friend's name is Gary, and Gary and I have been gamers for as long as I can remember. And Gary, uh, Gary and Troy were like my oldest friends. Yeah. But what happened is he came to me like we were talking about like ideas for videos way back when, and he uh, was playing on I forget what he was playing his Skyrim version on, uh, special edition or whatever it was. But he found out that you could play as an uh, ice astronaut and uh, <laughs> like you could download you could download and mod your game to play as an ice astronaut yeah and he just that's all he wanted to do was just to play as an ice astronaut and we came up with this stupid story of how this ice astronaut accidentally becomes the dragonborn in skyrim <laughs> and like of course is an ice astronaut so he doesn't talk um but <laughs> Uh, we were going to name him Bob. Of Bob the you're Ice Asher. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I can completely understand what it's like to sit down and be like, I want to make a character, but I can't just make a character. I have to make a character. That's the, that's I the have difficult to... part about making a mm. character. Oh yes, because like no matter what game I play, no matter what game I play now, I always have to come up with my character's backstory and, and stuff first. If it's not provided, I know that sounds silly to people out there who are gamers who are just like, whatever. I just want to jump into Subnautica, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I'm playing as Jim the janitor. Oh yeah. In Subnautica, he doesn't want to be here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm terrified of the ocean, oh, but here I am. That's great. But yeah, talking about uh, <laughs> Bob the Ice Atronach, I was talking about a friend of mine with uh, about like the Elder Scrolls lore and everything. He was uh, mentioning like the Dragon Breaks. Do you know what that is? The Dragon what now? Uh, the Dragon Breaks in the Elder Scrolls lore. Uh, no, I do not. Uh, not my head a anyways. dragon break is basically if a historical event happens, mm-hmm. uh, 
every possible outcome of this uh, event is canon. I, or something like that. Like, Skyrim, for example, really? would take place in a dragon break. Because there are so many different possibilities. Like, the Dragonborn could be an Argonian or a Nord or an Ace Ice Etronach. Oh, I get so, it. So basically, so basically, this is uh, is this this is Bethesda's way of saying every gameplay is canon. Uh, yes. So I'm hmm. I'm proud to say that Bob the Ice Etronach is actually a thing. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. Now I have to now I have to make the video. Now I, ha yeah, now I have, have to do to. it. Like there's no way around it now. Yeah. Shit. That's also like why the Elder Scrolls online works with its choice of like everything is just canon in some way or another. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to tell Gary about this. He's gonna lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, so it, we, we talked about how you've gotten into role-playing and that was by the Miiverse. We've talked about why you've gotten into role-playing and that's because you want to flesh out these characters. Yeah. Is there like a specific drive that keeps you going with it? Or, or is, is it just, I like to role-play and that's that? I think role-play is uh, writing specifically. It's just such a big passion of mine, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I love playing games and I love to experience these kinds of things. And I love doing the same with my characters and just flesh them out over the years. For example, I think my main character, like, that's outside any games that's, like, from an original species and shit like that. I think I've had mm -hmm. him for, like, four or five years now. Recently, he's been through a redesign, and I've... I've added a huge bit of story to him, uh, which is kind of what I do. I I can't just sit down and make a complete character. I have to develop them over time because I just don't have the motivation to sit down every day and work on them. Or, mm -hmm. like, the, uh, the inspiration. Sometimes ideas just come to me on a whim, and I'm gonna work with that. So that's kind of just my drive to, like, wanting to just work on them and seeing them finished, you know? But I, I, don't, mm -hmm. I don't think there's ever, like... Unless they die, that's not really uh, a finish line for a character, you know? You, you can always no, uh, add and uh, change your character in some way. Also, I just, I just really fucking love my main character, okay? <laughs> Oh, no. I, I, I get you. No, I get you. I get you for real. Like there is, there is definitely an attachment to my character. I, I, you are good, and I think anybody who out there who is like, I don't want my character to die, you are perfectly valid for real. Yeah. No, but uh, I just mean like as for what motivates me to work on them, I just love him so much. Yeah, that's what also mm -hmm. motivates me. No, I, I get you. Yeah. Um. Callie has been my my catalyst of of uh socializing yeah. because I am a single father. Oh, that was another thing that we were going to talk about, but we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah. Um I I don't have a lot of time to myself. I am a single dad. I have to spend a lot of time with my son. Yeah. All day every day and I do not mind. I I'm not complaining. I love my child. Yeah. Um as you should. So 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I will one hundred and ten percent always be ready to be a father. Yeah. And and but I unfortunately my my son is three years old. He does not uh, allow me the time for socializing. And role playing is the only time I get to socialize. When I get to Japan game, that's it. Like I don't have any other moments anymore. I can't. I don't have anybody to watch my son except myself. Is that uh, real quick? Is that uh, sort of a reason as to why you started these podcasts as well? Because you just get to sit down with people and actually socialize for a little bit. A little bit. Um, I, I won't say that's entirely the re- entirely reason. Uh, to be honest with you, the, the, the biggest reason I want to do this is just because I want to eventually get to the point where I can help make a safer environment for, for all role players. Yeah. Because I remember when I started, I was pulled into a lot of shitty situations as a human being yeah. uh, that I should never have been put in as a, as a kid. Yeah. Because I started role playing when I was really young. I think I started role playing when I was 15 yeah. in an MMO. Um, and I was, uh, no, even before then, uh, back when it was MySpace. Oh, no, wait, MySpace came out after World of Warcraft. So, no, it was World of Warcraft. Making you feel but, yeah, old I, again. Oh, God, I know, right? <laughs> but I was I was put into a lot of city, shitty situations. And as a as a veteran of the community, yeah. I feel like I have the ability to, to I, I have the drive and the ability to make a safer community. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's that's ultimately the reason why I started this podcast. So I can just, I can sit down and talk with other people and be like, hey, don't we love just such a weird hobby? But uh, anyways, so um, I guess before moving on to the next topic, for your episode, we've been recording for a little over an hour now. <laughs> uh, so um i guess what i would like to ask is if there's anything that you would like to say to the other role players out there i think i would like to say adding to what you said trying to make or create a safe environment for people it's absolutely okay to not be good at role playing like oh yeah yeah we all have that time What we start out as like cringy as well players and we can't write or anything, our characters are bullshit. It, it's totally fine, we're all learning. And oh, yes. even after years of doing this, I'm still learning. So mm-hmm. it's okay to just not be good and ask for help and advice uh, for like role playing, you know? Absolutely. Never be afraid to reach out to people and ask them. Like, I know it's scary yeah. because, like, you have an idea and there's always a chance that your idea will get rejected and whatever. It doesn't matter. If you want if you want to be a part of this community, please, please, please reach out to somebody. Yeah. And, yes, some, some ideas might get turned down by some people, but some other people might really enjoy the idea. And those are the people that you're going to want to be around. Yeah. And another thing uh, th- th- this is something I myself look at when I look at a character. Th- th- this this may just be whatever you're making, like a human or a weird lizard or whatever. They are fictional character, but you still, while role playing, you should apply common sense to the situation. You should sort of treat it like a real-life situation, like, you still, uh, in character, you're sort of still 
reacting and interacting with quote unquote human beings and out of character behind these in character player there's still actual human beings behind and you shouldn't just you know you, you, you should put that into consideration before you say or do certain things absolutely absolutely like people, people gotta realize that the, you are all. We are all still human here. Yeah. We are all still trying to. I hope we're all still human. Um. Uh, I, hope, I, I, I hope we're human, but. Don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> um. But we're all still people who are wanting to come. Like that is the ultimate thing to remember. We are all here to enjoy a good story. Yeah. That is it. Alright, well, I appreciate you coming out, Tiny Upbeat. Uh, I've I just been calling you Tiny um, this whole time. Yeah. I, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and talking with me, coming from Germany. Oh, what yeah. part of Germany are you calling me from? Uh, North Rhine-Westphalia. It's like... It, oh, boy. I, I'm, I'm going to have to find that on the map it's, later. Uh, it's on the western side of Germany. All right, because I have like this little map thing on my computer that I'm I'm starting to use to to pin to pin places. Uh, you're pinpointing my location so you can uh, find out my information. I see. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's all this podcast is about. 